Hey everyone! Hey! This is Nikki. And Agnes. And this is Second Purity Podcast. Woo woo! Month 11. Month 11. And here we are. <laughs> yes, yes, we're in a different location. We're at Agnes's location. Agreed. Secret location. <laughs> Secret bunker. We've gotten a lot of advice from our, we wouldn't call them fans because they don't actually listen, but our supporters. And we're trying to keep this down to an hour for our listeners' listening pleasure. So we're on a timer. And so we're going to just make sure we keep it succinct and not rambling. So let's go straight into the second puberty. Okay. So I'll go first. Okay, go for it. So I am on the whole 30. Have you heard of this? I have. I think the closest I've done to it is like a paleo for like 30 days how are you feeling i'm on day 19 nice i actually feel fine yes uh day one was a struggle yeah uh day 10 was a struggle yeah and then after that it kind of went downhill okay but yeah no i feel good i actually don't believe in whole 30 okay i believe you should just eat a little bit of everything yeah yeah you know don't overdo it which i was overdoing it okay i was having like a dessert every day of the week okay which is not okay yeah um last time i checked like a couple weeks ago i was down five pounds so week one i was down five pounds my goal is 20. nice nice so yeah it's going well and i definitely am going to keep it up in moderation okay Uh, i'd like to add grains back and a little bit of uh, dairy because i am not lactose and i don't want to become lactose yeah yeah so yeah it's going really well i would recommend it to anyone who's like trying to kick a soda habit or a sweets habit because i definitely had a big sweets tooth and it's definitely helped me like I went to Dairy Queen today and got a burger and didn't even think about a blizzard. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's strong. Yeah, it is strong. All right. Um, I don't that much second puberty-wise. I, I did recently spend a little bit of time with a friend and her children. Um, I would say recently I've mostly been hanging out with toddlers, like two, three. Mm, great age. And Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> There's definitely times when they're annoying. Yes. Which, you know, they're they're three. What are you going to do? Right. But in my head, I remember thinking like, okay, you know what? There's there's a certain hump you get past, and then they're more fun. Right. I love her, but my friend's seven-year-old was not as fun <laughs> as I was hoping. She's just, she's just a little little mouthy, little whiny. Like, in my okay. head, I, just, I, get, I don't know. Like, I she's definitely smart. Like, yeah. she's got a good head on her shoulders, but just... In my head, I remember thinking, like, did I do that at seven? Really? And there was a point where the friend was dealing with her being upset mm-hmm. and then the almost two-year-old being upset. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm sitting in a tear sandwich because <laughs> like, they're both crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, like, maybe it doesn't get easier. <laughs> or, like, you know, or there's always, like, a shitty age or shitty my thing. My mom said she didn't like me until I was 24. Okay. So I think that's the sweet spot. That's the magic number. Yeah. I still don't know if my mother likes she all of my me. sisters. Oh, well, yeah, they're not all. Oh, she's loved me from day one. Like, I've seen the home I movies. Guess all her sisters know the little one is not 24 yet. Ooh, okay, 94. Yeah, no, yeah, she's about so. to be 24 in two years because my sisters are 24. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So she has one more and then she can like you all. Okay, yeah, once. Yeah. Now that's that's good to know. Once yeah. we're twenty four, yeah, she'll like us she'll all. Like you, she'll like you all. She'll take us on vacation. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. My no, parents have never taking me on vacation. That's expensive. It is very expensive. She didn't let me stay in her house though, so I'm already on a good side. Very nice. Yes. Okay. Um. So if we want to jump into our shows, yes, and I did not take notes this month. Okay. So I'll in that case I'll just try to keep it concise. Yes. Um. 
Married at First Sight. I don't care. We I'm bored. That show now. I didn't watch that. At least these couples, they were boring. Like I don't care that they stayed together because they're boring. They're boring. Yeah. But good for them. But also, I will not be watching next season. I don't even think I'm going to tag them in this episode. Married at First Sight. You're done. I, the trailer better be freaking bomb for me to watch next we season. We will not be watching this next season. I'm I'm actually excited for whatever the next season of Arranged is. There's no trailer, but I like did the math. It's not going to be until like next May. But that's fine. We have plenty of time. <laughs> um. So, moving on to Arranged. Oh no, not no. to Arranged. Arranged isn't on. Um. Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. So, we can agree that the Russian couple. That's an abusive, controlling relationship. Wait, the yes, the Russian couple. Yeah, no, her paying his phone. Yes, oh my god, yes. Like she is batshit oh. crazy, and if it was the reverse, oh, it would be abusive. Exactly. No, the siblings would be telling her yeah, get a restraining get order yes. right now, get him she's deported. Psychotic. She's going to kill him, or he's going to kill her out of frustration. Yeah. Uh, good point that she did make at one point. He was like, "Are you just with me because of the things I can buy you and the money?" And yeah. she said, "Yeah." Yeah. And then he was like, "I don't think that's right." And I was like, "It's kind of not right." And then she was like, "Would you be with me if I was fat and ugly?" <laughs> and he was silent. And I was like, "Yo, she has a point." She there's the point there, but at the same time. If I'm with you because you're my sugar daddy, yeah, I gotta let you make your money. Like, True. I, and that's where she crosses the line. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you gotta be a baller from... Mm-hmm. And mind you, he has his own business. So, I mean, I imagine he sends his own hours. So, exactly. it's not hard to communicate with someone of like, hey, boo, mm-hmm. like, don't call me between nine to three. Right. I'm with clients. And you just think of all that sweet, sweet money you're, he's gonna spread yes. over your titties when yes. he gets back. Yes. Like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, it's like, you're messing up the money, you're messing up your own money, and you're pinging his phone? Uh, he's not going to be able to afford a flight back. You're no. going to have to marry him. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. It's, she's insane. Uh, I do think the Morocco couple's going to break up. Okay. I, I, I cheated, so. Oh, wait, no, I mean, I'm. I mean, I oh, looked you, at Twitter. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's right. I looked at Twitter. You, you said they were like following their Instagrams and they seem happy. They seem, I mean, she tweets only and says we're still together and I love you. Oh. Maybe he tweets, I don't know, but I just saw a lot of her tweets like we're still together, we're a happy couple, he loves me, and I just, no, that's actually <laughs> false. But I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out because n- no. Yeah. He doesn't love her. No, and I, I mean... I feel like if you're going to have the issues that they have in terms of culture right. and relation, not relationships, religion. Right, real I, issues. I feel like to have issues that big and that strong, you have to be very stable and have a very strong foundation otherwise yeah. to be able to overcome and communicate properly about those things, knowing I'm always going to be Christian, you're gonna, always going to be a Muslim. Exactly. And how to be respectful and aware of those issues. Exactly. They don't have that. She definitely doesn't have. No, that. I think he he I has some he maturity. Could be open. Yeah, yeah, he has mature. I think he'd be open to it if she was open to his religion no. and customs. But she just is too young. Yeah, she's too young, too naive, and she just doesn't even know anything about his culture, no. which is the number one disrespect. Exactly. Like, yeah, you don't even know anything about my culture, let right. alone like try to like meet me halfway. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's why I think it's not going to work. But on Twitter, they're together. Mind you, this was months ago. We could check today. Yeah. And maybe they've broken up. And I would say great because they're not a good couple. Um, I feel like given that the Ukrainian woman um, was saying, I mean, I 
I think her name's like Elsa or something. No, no, no okay. she's Ukrainian. No. Yeah, no, and the guy that's this is his fourth wife. Yes. So fourth time's a charm guy, and her. I think it's pretty much confirmed that this is like a arrangement, like mail order well, kind of thing. I mean, she said, "I don't feel comfortable saying I love you," but obviously yeah. they're both okay with getting married. I, yeah, I didn't take it as arrangement, mail order bride. I took it as they were dating okay and they really really liked each other okay and instead of just continuing to date long distance they said let's just get married and be together and like grow into love together this is an episode of the proposal let's get married so i can date you <laughs> i don't know or, if that is, or the movie sure. the proposal ryan reynolds yes, sandra bullock yes, that's exactly what it is this is exactly what it's it a is. lot more depressing in real life <laughs> well, absolutely, no one's cute as those two Oh, they are cute. Yeah, and so it's like one of those things where I think they were dating. They didn't want to spend the money to like continue dating long distance. So the only option they have is this 90-day fiancé where it's like, yeah, I do like you enough to marry you. I know this is going to benefit me and my child, and he obviously is in love with her. And so I think it was understood. I don't think it's arranged. I think she does care about him. Um, But I do. I'm like, wow, let's. I wouldn't have done that. No. I think they should have absolutely waited until they were both in love and knew each other better. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely see now where family would have red flags because it's like, okay, you're not really in love. You're just kind of right. dating and, and, and you like each other. That's not enough to marry someone. And given that this is from like the friend family member perspective that this person has already been married three times, mm-hmm. on one end you'd see them as like, oh my gosh, you're an idiot. But right. on the other end... Maybe you see them more like an addict of like you are vulnerable yes. to rush into things. You so I should be therapy. more protective of you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You need therapy. You cannot protect yourself. Yeah. You need help. And running into the bosom of a woman is not it. <laughs> There's not even much bosom there. <laughs> <It's not nice. laughs> she's nice bosoms, I'm sure. She she's she's a a thin girl. So okay. I mean there's not a okay. lot there. You okay. know, she's she's no Paulo or okay. anything. Um Okay. So then oh, moving there's on. two more couples. Yeah, so the Dominican couple. I hate them. So my thought mm-hmm. is both she wanted to be on TV. Yes. And I guess in her fantasy world she thought her parents gonna be like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Let's pay for your wedding. Right. Because she's she- pulling up like a white sundress in the preview yeah. of like we're getting married in two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's delusional. Yeah. And I think her family's not delusional. And I think they, the whole time when they're on screen with her, they're like, what the fuck did you get us into? Yeah. You completely lied and now you're embarrassing us on TV and we want to cuss you out, but we can't because we're on TV. Right. And we already signed releases thinking you were on this student visa show. Yeah, Yeah, Or an episode of True Life or something. So it's like, I don't think they're in love at all. Mm. I don't... I don't think they're not, I think it's another dating situation, but I both think they're just not in love, and I think she wants to be on TV, and I think he's just okay. He's just along for the His ride. His mother is hilarious. I did love the mother. The mother was like, fucking stupid Americans, think they have so much, and I was like, because what does she have that she needs to protect in a prenup? I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like in She's my, in school. She's in school. I, I can't remember whether or not she said she works. Like I would. She's a cheerleader coach with her mom. Like, she's no job. Like if mama if mama has let's say a cheerleading coach business. Yes, that's what mama has. But I'm imagining daughter's not a partner. Daughter no. doesn't have that business aspect to protect. No. If she did, she wouldn't be this stupid. 
<laughs> she was part of the S-Corp. She yeah. would have her shit together. She would have her shit together. She's going to school to be a nurse. That's true. Nothing wrong with nurses. I come from a family of nurses, but it's like, you are an idiot. You have no assets. You're still in school. And this I, makes no sense. And mind you, I know there's dimmer bulbs in all professions, but at the same time, I, I don't want her doing my IV. I mean, no. <laughs> I, I want my nurse to be smart. I want my nurse to be freaking 90 day fiance like you can't even be mean and rude to me as long as you do your job right, right like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um last couple oh, is oh, the the, the nigerian, nigerian 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 prince that had to do this emergency trip to vietnam to get a report that said he doesn't have a, a like warrant out for his arrest and she is not having her trip paid for, is not using vacation time, is not getting paid oh. during her emergency trip out to Vietnam, which wow. I imagine is not a trip ticket. No. And I think just flying to Vietnam is at least like a day plus of travel. Uh, it is, because to Thailand, it, well, it ranges anywhere from 900 to, well, I was for like as low as 600 on okay. a good day. Okay. And up to like 1200 I've seen. Okay. Uh, flight alert, I'm gonna go to Thailand. Um, it's like and so yeah and it's it's a day it's a little over a day trip. okay like there you definitely lose a day yeah so not like cheap and you're losing time so yeah. their relationship is just a lie i mean he in his interviews he said yes i was on the websites to get to a trick visa. Yeah, yeah yeah to yeah. trick american girls to get a visa yeah but then i fell in love with her it's like no 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 and i don't i think you gotta assume if someone's flying to another country Mm -hmm. to confirm that you're doing what they say they're doing they're gonna ask to go with you places they're gonna ask to see documents like i'm not going to fly out to vietnam and just sit in my hotel room while you say i got this boo like that's not how it's it's gonna go down yeah which i've already said um for future husbands in case i'm ever in the market Mm -hmm. i'm not moving to your country (laughs) until i see your version of your (laughs) w2 Unless you're Prince fucking Harry, which I think he's involved with somebody right now he for the involved. meantime. He's involved. My favorite ginger. Um, yeah, we're going to need to see some documents. You're going to have to email me a PDF or yes. we can fax if needed. Yes. I will make it work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm still in it. I'm glad I bought the season. It's so good. Yeah. It's actually, it's good. Yeah. I don't know when it ends, but it's getting near the end, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with, but it's been delivering. Yeah. Um, so moving on to our housewives. Okay. So Jersey, um, I watched the first episode of the reunion. Mm-hmm. That's right? all that show, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all kind of meh. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Jacqueline's crazy. Teresa's the boss. She's delusional. Now that she's out of jail, yeah. she's even more delusional. Uh, I listened to Bitch Sesh. Okay. And Greg was on. Oh, cause hey, see, I haven't listened to the last two episodes of Bishesh because oh. of my trip. Oh man, you! Missed I know, I know. There's some good stuff I've heard about the poem. Oh, and... the poem, so good. Okay. Great, write a poem if you haven't. <laughs> go listen to it. Yes. Um, but bitch, that's like someone said, Greg, how crazy is Jack? Is Jacqueline crazy? And he was like, No, she's not crazy. And then there was like an audible, like an inaudible, I guess. Okay. Like, like yeah she's crazy like he was like i can't these are my friends like I'm right like he's like i can't say this i'm saying no she's not crazy and then someone was like he's shaking his head yes and you can't see it 
Nice. So even yeah, because that's like she's crazy. The aunt of the Manso kids. Exactly. Yeah. So so he knows. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like the show was boring. It needs to be cut. Yeah. I'm over it, and it, none of them are interesting, and they keep re-upping them, and they have no story to tell. I mean, if I'm at this point, I'm on board for them to bring back Danielle, because it would have. <sighs> Like It'd just be trash though. She's not doing anything with her life. But I mean, if she's if she's in with Teresa, who is she being trashed to? Is she being trashed Jacqueline. to Melissa? No, we can cut cut fucking Jacqueline. No, they keep cut the Dolores. They bring back Danielle is to be trashed to Jacqueline. Ooh, bring back Danielle and bring back Dina. And Dina wants nothing. to Dina, do Dina, move this. back to New Jersey. She's, she's Save the show. She wants nothing to do with them. Mm. I think you cut the Real Housewives of New Jersey. You give Teresa her own spinoff. And you can just talk about the family mm-hmm. and how those other people. That's true. If anyone's going to get their own show, yeah, like it's Teresa, it'll be Teresa too. Cut the series; it's over. Melissa could be like a guest star, a reoccurring mm-hmm. guest star. Exactly. Or I don't know if Melissa and Joe were trying to get their own fucking they Lucy and Ricky. They couldn't handle. It's like <laughs> when Casey, or it was like June Diane Raphael was saying that like the Manzos are not up to snuff to handle their own That's show. That's true, yeah. Like they can't carry their own I've show. I've never watched an episode of The Manses with it's Children. It's a cute little show. Okay. I've definitely watched a few episodes. But I agree with her, but the, gor- the Gorgas are definitely not up to snuff to handle their own show. Okay. They don't have five minutes of content. That's true. No. Okay. Okay. Um. So moving on to... OC. OC. Um... I do appreciate that it was said that people that fake cancer don't get into heaven. <laughs> True. Facts. Um, it seemed like Shannon tried to bring up that Vicky admitted to lying about oh, the cancer. She, she and it got it got snipped pretty fast. Pretty quickly. Which, I mean, my heart dropped. I mean, I was like, wow, Candace. Agnes called this. Bitch, let's call this out. Too. And if you're in... If you listen to Bitch Test as well and you're in the secret Facebook group, there were two double confirmations yes. of that shit, which we talked about before, so y'all know. Yes. Um, also, I didn't appreciate Shannon hitting the couch like a fucking toddler to get her way. What? Like, oh, know. not Shannon, a Vicky. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I messed up my notes. But, okay. like, like, I don't, at least for this first episode, I don't like how it feels like Vicky's running the show more than Andy is. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't, it's not your show. Not you're not show. calling... Brooks ding dong because you don't want to say his name like she's honestly I really want someone to give Vicky a Xanax yes because I prefer half a Xanax I think she's gonna take it I I really need her to um and yeah and at this point I could get rid of fucking Vicky yeah I'm done well no Vicky has to say because the show's born without her then I want her to be confronted about the Brooks lie and like be put in her place a little bit um Technical difficulties. Well, okay. We're just in a new location, so we're adjusting the mic a bit. Sorry. We're okay. Just got so a whole I lot think, sexier. I think Vicky, I just really had to readjust my body. I think Vicky has to be on the show because I think it is kind of boring without her. Yeah. And she has other storylines. I don't know. Something about Vicky, I think, makes the show alive. I know. And I don't like her. And I think she's horrible. And self-centered and delusional as well. But something about Vicky, I'm like, there's no show without Vicky. That's true, because we're not talking about any of these other people's Mm-mm. stupid storylines. So moving on okay. to the creme de la fucking creme. <gasps> I don't know why I haven't been watching Atlanta like I in the past few seasons. Either. Because this 
not even the sh- episode, like the two minute trailer in the beginning <laughs> uh-huh. of like this season on Real Housewives of Atlanta gave me life. <laughs> these, what did I say? Um, these bitches are younger, yes, hotter, yes, and they bring such better drama. <laughs> They're one liners, like Phaedra. If for all these bitches that have written book, like I just want a Phaedra, yes. not even like an etiquette book, no. but just like Phaedraisms. Yes, and I paid pre-order I, absolutely <laughs> i love phaedra she's always been my favorite even though yes like she's a little fake because she has to put on a certain pretense like she's funny and she has a, the best one-liners and she's fun you can tell she just likes to have fun mm-hmm. um you've missed out but you've come back at an awesome time because sheree is here and for her second <sighs> season as a full-length cast member and I don't, I mean, Sheree was irritating, like, when she first was there. Okay. But I love her now. Like, I love her. I love how cocky she is. I love how rude she is. I mean, in Sheree, it was, like, the original queen of the one-liners because she had the, who gonna check me, boo? Right. And I remember watching Sheree. Like, I think I watched the original season or, like, the first two seasons. Because yeah. I remember Phaedra's pregnancy-ish mm-hmm. stuff. I remembered mm-hmm. Sheree and, and her drama and issues. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, Phaedra. Phaedra's got a governess. Not a nanny, not an au pair, a governess. Yes, it's so um, awesome. I love the back and forth with the houses. Yes. It does seem crazy because I swear, like, when I first saw Sheree, like, she had a foundation. Yes. Like, this Ten house. years ago. <laughs> it's been in the making for so long. Chateau Sheree is finally done, and it has taken a century. Rome was not built in a day. I... And I'll honestly, I appreciate the time being taken. Yes. As opposed to. Oh, more manner. More manner. (laughs) And let's have a party where there's still like tape on the walls. Why? I mean, there were no walls sometimes. Right. Like that house was in the midst of construction. Not like, hey, I haven't painted or I'm missing a few furniture items. I'm in the midst of construction. Right. That's not appropriate. No. And. It was hot because it's hot Lana. And like, mm-hmm. how are you living there? Uh, ladies had titty sweat. The dogs had titty sweat too. <laughs> that is a Sheree line. I love it. It's basically these ladies have all the shade. It's like the show should be called As the Shade Turns. Like, it is so good. It's just, I'm just absorbing it all and just learning as much shade as I can to just ditch out dish out to these hoes in the streets. Oh, so, and then really, yeah, the opening's just getting ready for this party, mm-hmm. all that. We have to look forward to Phaedra trying to get some booty yes. with her divorce being finalized. Yes. Um, candy drama with her ex and father of her, her child. Yeah, that's kind of sad. It's it's sad, but I, I appreciate it's real. it. Yeah. No, yeah. like it's that's the other thing. Like, I think there's a part of me, and I don't know if it's I'm, I'm getting oversaturated with these shows, mm-hmm. is I'm starting to see everything as produced. Right. And it's disheartening because mm-hmm. part of the appeal is, oh, this is reality. Yeah. But, like, Cynthia going to talk about the divorce lawyer. Yeah. And then that conversation with Peter, like, that all felt pretty freaking real. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the flashbacks. So I remember that shit with the marriage license. Yes. Of, like, why don't you ask your mama where it's yes. at? Yes, yes. Um, Kenya, I don't really care as much for. I see her more as like a Vicky character, I like brings the drama. Kenya, yeah. yeah, she's an idiot. Has Portia been here the whole time? Because I swear, from watching Portia when she was like 
trying to get pregnant or mm-hmm. coming back from a miscarriage. Like she was, she seemed to me like a one and done character after that so divorce. Portia was one and done. Okay. Came back as a friend of the cast. Ooh, okay. Which was a big diss and there was like drama about that. And yeah. she was like, I don't even want to be in the show, a friend of the cast. Then she kicked it up a notch. Because remember when she was married, she was super conservative and mm-hmm. not that. Well, she kicked it up a notch and was popping that booty. And just, uh, I mean, she's a pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, she's older than we are. These so. are all beautiful women. They're beautiful women. And they have beautiful so. children. Yes. I'm like, I'm just like, everyone's so pretty on this show. <laughs> right. And, oh, my God. It's so true. So, yeah. <laughs> so, she came back as a friend, kicked it up a notch with the drama, and they mm. brought her back as okay. a full-time cast member. Okay. And it's been pretty controversial because she does get pretty violent and when i say violent it's like hard because it's not bad girls club violent okay. where they're literally bashing each other's right heads it's basically jerry springer 2.0 exactly like yeah. they go after each other maybe yank some hair a little okay. bit but like i think the bat the worst one was last season with with cynthia uh they like kind of gotten into a tumble okay. and cynthia kicked her and stuff Shit. yeah like that was like it's worse that it got but okay. they're definitely and i guess off camera she like maybe fought one of her really good friends i never watched the clip but i guess she kind of beat that girl down i don't really know i mean i they did show her in some anger management yes and then i appreciate the flashback of that i just had to see a friend out (laughs) (laughs) um the other thing that's like crazy but i'm excited about because i remember when it like came up and like us us Mm magazine.com was um this drama with Kenya Moore and her ex or like yes. current guy like when well, mind you like I am just the product of years and years of watching Lifetime movies yes. I don't necessarily want to see a woman in abusive relationship no. I don't want anyone to get hurt no but if it's there I'm not gonna look away right right <laughs> like, she put it on TV not me right yeah no she chose to still be on the show and mind yeah. you she addressed it like right in the yeah. episode which I'm sure the producers were like okay well this is gonna come up like yeah you can talk about and this or like was banging down your door and then bashed all your windows Mm-mm. and then showed up at the party Right. And then the other thing they were showing in the trailer is like some ex client or like stalker Fraidress yeah. that's like breaking in and breaking yes. shit. Like, this what is going to be fuck? a good fucking season. It is. And then Candy allegedly likes to swing with Todd. What? I, mean, I, I could see Candy doing wow. a lot of things. I mean, Candy coded nights, I guess. But then I also feel like someone who's obviously very open and, mm-hmm. you know, talk, comfortable talking about their sexuality, yeah. like, you know, if anyone's going to do it, maybe she's the one to do it because yeah. she can talk about it and I they can talk about what they want. It before they were married, but not while they're married. See, I've heard, not pers- firsthand, but mm-hmm. I've heard of couples that were engaged and are now married that will bring in a third person Mm -hmm. that they're both comfortable with and they have rules in terms of how they engage that Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes that might be to appeal someone's more bisexual tendencies than Mm -hmm. than others but in terms of the full-on swinging i don't know i feel like the more people the more drama it leads to especially if the two other people are in a relationship you know what i'm actually going to contradict myself because I know of people, of someone who does swinging. What? And is married. What? Yes. Okay. So, I guess there are people out there that do that. Um, I mean, I've heard of clubs in San Francisco. professionals. 
Yeah. It's like they get paid? No, <laughs> that's, that's a prostitute. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're not like They're not just hobos. Joe the Schmo, like, yeah. they've like I'm coming jobs. down to your trailer yeah, tonight. Yeah, they have like real jobs. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's obviously it's out there. And well, I wouldn't go for it or I'm not. Nah. It, there is a part of me that feels like, you know what, if that's... If that's that, your thing. If that's, that's your, your thing. thing yeah. And you're respectful about it and you're not breaking up a marriage or but anything like tacky is bringing it up in front of other people oh and is candy's mom there then which candy's oh, mom hope not. which candy's mom i always Mama appreciate us as yes. as a voice of a guest star yes. <laughs> <laughs> like if we can just have like candy's mom yeah. and phaedra's mom yes. as like reoccurring guest stars yes. like which it seems like they still they are, are yeah but i'm just like beautiful yes beautiful perfect if nene shows up once a season like yeah. i'm good yeah so oh, oh. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. it. It gave me life earlier today. I was just like, where have I been? Like, there's a part of me that may just go back and watch all the seasons between now and then. <laughs> like, not between the next episode, but, yeah. like, over time, that yeah. might be my, like, background noise. Yeah. Um, I'd like to propose some new shows. Oh, okay. I, we're doing okay on time. We're, like, yeah, 30 I minutes. Yeah, okay. haven't started yet. Okay. The Ladies of London. Okay, see, and I've heard about this. I don't... Okay. I mean, like, I, I, can get I a always start it off, and I like it, and then I never finish it, but I want to give it a try. All right. I'd have to start from the beginning, because I've never actually watched it. Yes. Okay. Vanderpump Rules? Mm. Oh, I'm just putting out proposals. Okay. So I did watch the first episode, and I don't know. Now that you're even writing it down, I'm like, that's just kind of a waste. See, to me, like, the concept doesn't appeal to me of, like, we're 20-something people who sleep together and, and work in a restaurant. something They're in their 30s. Okay, and if they're in their 30s now, and, like, I was seeing, like, before and afters of one girl's face that she's already gotten, like, all ticked and filled, and I'm just like, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah. You should still be getting zits like me. Yeah. Um... But Ladies in Love and I have heard, and mm-hmm. I was a little intrigued by one of the trailers where it's like they're singing, I imagine, the anthem, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, there's this girl like, I'm not singing that. I'm from Denmark. Yes, like, and I'm just yes. like, oh, okay. I've seen that. Okay. It's a good show. It's had, this is its third season. Okay. I don't know. Something about it I like. I'd have to start from the beginning, but yeah, if me it's too, on Hulu or something. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to find it. Are there any other shows? Um, no, no other shows. Okay. No other shows. Okay. Yeah. That should that should keep us for a while. Exactly. All right. All right. So we're making good time. This feels like a speed round. Like I like it though. We're okay. We're, we're taking our advice. We're moving it in. We're appealing to our listener. Feedback. Feedback. So we're gonna move on to the movie section. This month's movie was the witness yes it is a documentary available on netflix available on netflix because we like our listeners to easily access what we're watching and sometimes we are lazy too and so like what what can we both watch exactly (laughs) exactly so the premise of this is the uh in the 60s in the late 60s i think like 63 64 oh early 60s it's i don't know <laughs> in the 60s details are not so we just watched it details still fuzzy there is a woman who's coming home from work um from she worked at a bar and she was attacked by a man outside of her apartment on a like very like kind of not a busy it was like three in the morning but on a yeah. street that's visible like by all the apartments in the area and she was stabbed and and so on the street she was stabbed and she's screaming for help no one comes to help her. Someone yells down, hey, get off of her. Yeah. And the attacker runs away. So she's crawling back to her apartment, to the door. She gets into, like, the little landing area. Um, 
And the killer, or excuse me, well, she's dead. The no. killer, the attacker. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This attacker sees no one's going to come help her, comes back, finds her in the landing area, continues to stab her, and she screams for help. A neighbor comes out and at, is at the top of the stairs from the landing area, mm-hmm. sees she's being attacked, and goes back into his house and does nothing. I think yeah. calls his sister. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember if he yelled anything to the guy, but no. he like poked his head out, called his girlfriend. Called his, his girlfriend. girlfriend's like, don't get involved. Don't, yeah, yeah. Then the the attacker continues to stab her and kills her. Yep. And then the reason that this is coming up is it's kind of a famous story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's comes up in a lot of like psychology, sociology stuff of mm-hmm. this idea of people don't want to get involved, right? Or um, it kind of takes at least one person to kind of break the mold mm-hmm. of them like, oh, I'll help too, mm-hmm. or I'll call. Mm-hmm. It also brought about, and they don't go in into much as this and the documentary, but it also brought up the whole like, concept of, of 911. Back right. then it was more you call the operator and you say, I need the police and right. the ambulance, mm-hmm. and they get you through there. So, And from here, there was like a huge article that came out at the time through the New York Times mm-hmm. of 38 eyewitnesses did nothing yeah witnesses murder and did nothing didn't call police and watched her get murdered so from here what brings us to the now is her one of her siblings her younger brother Mm -hmm. was close to her was like 16 at the time that she died yes has always kind of been obsessed with case yeah and because the family didn't really talk about it yeah and it comes up again and again because of its significance Mm -hmm. and a lot of times news segments will be like 20 years later 40 years later and they've tried to talk to witnesses and things in the past right so he had said that there had been another article in the new york times that questioned the facts presented right in the the original article and that kind of prompted him of like i need to do more research on what actually happened to my sister right did really no one call or what went down because that really impacted the family that no one was able to help yeah. their family member. And they had moved out of New York because it was getting so violent. Right. They, and she stayed. And she was an adult. Yeah. But she stayed. Um, so from there, the movie is essentially him pursuing the information of talking to people who have written articles mm-hmm. or had done, you know, 2020 episodes that were involved with it. Tracking down witnesses, um, which most of them were dead. Yeah, because it's, you know, like 50 years ago now, Mm -hmm. um, reading through court transcripts of, like, what do people actually testify of seeing. He does come to find out, which is a bit of a comfort, is that, uh, because he eventually ends up talking to a family member, is she did have a friend that Mm -hmm. came down and was with her when she actually passed. Yep, that's true. Um, which is information he had not heard before mm-hmm. or wasn't in the articles. Was never reported. Yeah. And it's not it's not like today where, you know, your family sits in during the trial the whole time. Right. Like, you know, he he didn't hear about it, the family doesn't like to talk about it. Right. There are times where you see other siblings and family members and spouses and it's a little bit of the vibe of like he's obsessed. Right. And the obsession doesn't necessarily help to heal. Right for himself or for other family like it kind of mm-hmm. reopens the wound mm-hmm. uh but they've obviously not healed because they can't even talk about it that's true yeah no they like feel, they seem so uncomfortable yeah about even talking about it yeah and there are times where it's surprising how graphic descriptions get mm-hmm. with saying things 
in front of a family member like right like at least with me and maybe it's edited out of there of like you know like hey like I know, or, you know, my mm-hmm. mom told me a lot of gnarly stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to hear of this. Right. Like, if the person said, I want to hear everything you know, like, right. then you're okay, like, okay like, I warned you. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you slip in the blood, mm-hmm. and the handprints are this person's, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a story goes along of, you know, him finding out more and more of, mm-hmm. it's not really 38 people that really saw it. Right. 38 people definitely heard, heard something. It. Heard something. There were a couple people that saw. Right. There were couple of people that called Mm -hmm. because one person remembers calling and they said we already got the call right um records of phone calls were not what they are like now right back in the 60s which makes sense makes sense uh and he even ends up talking to some other journalists Mm -hmm. who said like at the time or when people started to say hey there's holes in the story or like that's not what i heard right it was shut down. It was shut down. Or not even pursued because the New York Times was such a big periodical that yeah. you didn't challenge the New York Times or this one main ed- editor at the New York Times. Yeah. Which he even said, even it wasn't Tom Brokaw, it was the other guy before Tom Brokaw. Yeah. Um, even said, like, this story, if it was told in its truth, wouldn't have been as sensational mm-hmm. and sold newspapers yeah. like it did. And I thought that was very interesting because you hear now, like, oh, the media is so horrible and the internet's made it horrible. You can just say whatever you want. Stories are sensationalized. Back in the day, it was never like this. And I thought it was interesting, like, oh, no, it was. Mm -hmm. People just didn't challenge it and couldn't refute it. Yeah. And this is a prime example where even other news people, except for the main guy from the New York Times said yeah this was obviously exaggerated and everyone kind of knew but you didn't challenge the new york times and also it sold papers right it's a story it's a story which a story obviously from what we can see and what i think people have more of a perception now is a story is not facts exactly (laughs) or a story is embellished fact or exaggerated facts exactly um so yeah he he kind of gets more and more information he keeps trying to talk more to people that were actually there or find out who's alive some closure somehow and some answers but he doesn't know what answers he's looking for and part of where this has impacted him not necessarily just that this was a family member that he was Mm -hmm. close to that it's kind of revealed later on that he really saw as like a second mother right um part of how this impacted his life is he was about 16 yeah the Vietnam War was going on. When he got out of high school, he saw people not doing anything mm-hmm. or people trying to avoid getting drafted as these are people not helping. Right. I need to be someone who helps right. because no one helped my sister. Mm-hmm. He go- essentially volunteers for Vietnam. He joins the Marines. Right. He goes out there. And in combat, he lost his legs. Yeah. So you see that. Obviously, it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. So he's moving around. But this is... And mind you, he's... With the exception of certain buildings in New York, like mm-hmm. he seems Moves around just fine. Yeah, no, he's he's very mobile. He, mm-hmm. you know, we see him gardening, we mm-hmm. see him, you know, doing different things. Yeah. So it's not so much like there's trying to be like a pity or impact no. of them, or I yeah. don't feel like there was anything exploitative right. with the way they presented him and right. his abilities. Um, but there is kind of an underlining of that, and there is a quote from his wife of yeah. like you know this has had a huge impact on his life mm-hmm. one way or another mm-hmm. um you know it 
led to his decision to go and right. what happened to him and everything else right. beyond that. Right. So you do feel a sense of that, of kind of like if you're trying to find reasoning or why. Mm-hmm. I literally lost half my body. Yeah. You know, you point A led to point B. Right. Um. So. I'll, go ahead. What were you going to yeah, say? Yeah. I, I don't okay. well, Do you summarize gonna, it? Or? Well, I was going to comment on a couple things. Okay. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk about the killer a little bit. Right. Yeah. And then I want to also talk about her girlfriend because she okay. had a girlfriend. Okay. And the girlfriend lived in the apartment. Why did she not hear her screaming? Oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't really talk about it as much. We don't. So that's the other thing of like, obviously the things people know about this woman is limited because you hear more about the crime, about the death. This is coming from a sibling. It is a very victim focused documentary, Mm -hmm. which is refreshing to see. Yeah, absolutely. We see a lot of home videos. We Mm -hmm. see a lot of pictures and you find more about her actual life. Like this is a woman who felt comfortable managing a bar yes in the 60s yes you know working primarily with men lending men money yeah no letting men know that she was gay yeah, yeah. The, the men she worked with in that came to her establishment knew she was a lesbian yeah um she had been married at one point he reaches out to that guy and one of the thoughts i had honestly in terms of why he declined mm-hmm. like he essentially said like not in the best terms of words but kind of like uh no like what's you know secret right. between me and her like right. our, our relationship secrets are going to stay that way right which we agree they were more respectful as to say i wonder if they had kind of a cover-up marriage oh like if he was maybe not as open or like questioning oh. and it was kind of a like mm-hmm. a friendship type thing of right. like let's get married right. quote unquote right so because obviously the marriage didn't stay right but yeah it comes out later that she had what at the time what the family thought was a roommate mm-hmm. that was really a lover mm-hmm. the roommate didn't want to be on camera the, the lover didn't yeah. want to be on camera but she, she did allow them to record the conversation yep. and she talked about how she blacked a lot of it out and mm-hmm. how she had to identify the body and mm-hmm. this drama with the dog the afterwards dog, the dad came and stole the dog yeah but she's grieving right but but and then he got rid of the dog and we talked about with the family not being aware of it how you might treat a roommate versus a significant other right um dealing with that grief as well Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't think they ever talked about the roommate ever hearing anything which i don't maybe she was asleep the whole time maybe their apartment was in the back maybe but i mean i'm a pretty heavy sleeper but i would hope that someone was in my hallway screaming bloody murder yeah that it would jolt me from my sleep i would hope i don't know yeah i just that was just came to mind i was like where were you right when she was screaming at the top of her lungs yeah and i'm just only saying this to you because impactful moment kind of the moment i didn't like the most is at the end he said for closure you know he hired an actress to reenact oh yeah on the same street what his around sister, the same time around the same time what his sister did and they posted appropriate signs right um to let people know that na- let the neighborhood know but it was impactful i kind of get it but i think wow you know i i could see it i could see it being done by someone just making a documentary to be a little bit more sensational a bit yeah. more exploitive yeah and i guess that's my buzzword today mm-hmm. um <laughs> I don't see doing it as a family member to give you closure. No. Like, I 
I would think as a family member watching like the cheesy reenactment drawing yeah would like give me the heebie-jeebies right um but very impactful and the only other part I wonder is the scream on the street makes sense to me I wonder with the injuries how loud the scream could have been in the hall in the hall because the you think it seemed like the people that they mentioned responding them were people that were close to the hall area yeah yeah um I just know there's been times where like I've been super scared and it's like I can't talk right let alone yeah, scream yeah like you lose your voice yeah and I mean that's sure. like a movie that's not even like yeah. you're the killer yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly um speaking of the killer <laughs> <sighs> I mean we're not gonna spend much time because I think it's you said a true victim focus but he he tries to talk to the killer because this is someone who's still in prison mm-hmm. they go over a little bit about some crimes he committed before how he got caught mm-hmm it seemed a little bit like kind of a rush job when they were talking about it, but then motherfucker breaks out of prison, mm-hmm. rapes some people. Yes. Gets caught again. Yes. Has been denied parole for years and years. Yes. Um, he tried to reach out to him. He said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, reached and out to the son. Reached out to the son. Who was delusional. <sighs> Part of me wonders if there was editing if maybe they were more respectful for each other or mm. maybe if it did get confrontational and they're only showing that side of it. Maybe. But, but also, I think delusional because his father's been lying to him the whole time. Saying that the murder was race-related. Because in the 60s, obviously, there's high right. racial tensions. Right. Um, but that man had also murdered and raped an African-American woman. Right. Two weeks before? Yeah. And the other thing is, the other part of his cover-up that he had written in a letter mm-hmm. at one point was that he hadn't actually done anything he was with another like mob type guy yes. which it didn't sp- explicitly state in there i i'm assuming you know naively that the mob person was more of a like an italian descent oh he said italian mob. okay yeah, yeah so if it was race related did she yell it from the car and right. then your friend stabbed him right like that, that makes that's no sense yeah and he also told the son that her family was part of the Genovese crime mob, which obviously they are not. Right. And honest, like, if you're trying to go that level, that's a whole different level of, like, mistaken identity. Yes. This mob guy thought he was getting back at the family by yeah. going after this female relative. Right. Not anything racially related. Right. Like, there's just so many things that don't make sense. It's still a little serial. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that... It's they, just obvious that he's a sociopath yeah. and selfish, and even still to this day cannot take ownership of the crime that he committed. Or show any kind of remorse for or it. Or any remorse. Um, And I guess the other thing, too, is like, I don't know, maybe it's because I do listen to more like true crime stuff, mm-hmm. or like, I see a lot of bad in the world, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um. If I was to find out that someone close to me, like an immediate family member or close friend, was a fucking psycho killer, right? Like, there's a part of me of like, wait, what? They got the wrong person. Right. But I would think as more of the facts came out, right. I'm just like, damn, like you're a crazy psycho, right? Like Nikki comes and does a podcast, and then she goes and kills three people on her way home. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're like, those are facts, man. They had your fingerprints there. They had all your DNA. It's on tape. <laughs> There's 10 people saw you do it. <laughs> exactly. And it's 2016, so they recorded it. It's like, 
I know you said they put you in prison wrongly, but you broke out of the prison and then you killed two other people. Right. <laughs> so then what are you trying to say? <laughs> You're just trying to prove them right now. Now we can't do our podcast it's, anymore. <laughs> exactly. I completely agree. It's like, no, this guy doesn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. Um, I think they ended it nice by showing a happy family. Yeah. And, and maybe they did play up this like torn, you know, guy. Because when he was with his family, he looked perfectly happy. Yeah. But obviously, day by day, obviously, it yeah. still could be something that bothers you that you just don't know what right. happened to your sister and right. no one talks about it. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good documentary. Um, obviously, it's something we were familiar with you from psychology and and different things and readings and stuff. And I just, I think I listened to a podcast about it or okay. something. So it was very interesting. And I think the media was interesting and the role that the media plays on things. Um definitely opened my eyes to like 2000s are not the evil time of media media has been pretty uh crappy for a while yeah they just got away with it a lot easier back in the day um and then even then like us always jumping to conclusions that people are bad yeah and i think that's especially true now with the election and people being so dramatic on the internet (laughs) oh god i want to delete my facebook I, I kind of do too. <laughs> oh, God. And it's like, listen, okay, right, okay. But there are a lot of good things happening Yeah. in the United States, in this city, in this state, in this country. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think them saying like, yeah, we did call the police. We did do what we were supposed to do. Right. It's just not reported that way. Yeah. I think that like really resonated. It's like... Don't just give up on something. Like, mm-hmm. always be a good person because there are a lot of other good people out there. Right. Yeah. And I do feel like people's actions on... Obviously, there's always going to be fringe groups. Yeah. Of... Oh, yeah. My intention to do this is to... Harm harm other people. Harm other people, mm-hmm. imprison other people, mm-hmm. get other people kicked out of the country, etc. Mm-hmm. But I do think as surely as the world is, I do like to think that the majority of people mm-hmm. have good intentions. Absolutely. I made this decision as opposed to option B. Right. Because I was more worried about X, Y, Z. Exactly. So, and I also feel like, you know, I, there's been elections that have gone the way that I haven't liked before. Right. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't really impacted my life that much. Like, right. it interpened. Right. And impacts my news stories and mm-hmm. things like that, like mm-hmm. who I am follow on Facebook. <laughs> like, right, right. But right. yeah, no, I, 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 I was actually on a trip when the election got announced, and it was nice to feel a little removed. Yeah, I was jealous. Um, and it was also nice to not be up until like two, three a.m. to get results. Oh, I went no. to bed. No, I. We found out like eleven. 10, 11 because of the time difference i was in hawaii no i literally went to bed at nine o'clock i was like oh I'll just check these <laughs> i'll just wake Whatever up in the happens when i wake up that's my I, I have no control over it yeah, i've yeah. already voted yeah you know like yeah i literally went to bed i slept peacefully that's nice i woke up peacefully i looked at the news i was like god damn <laughs> that did not go as expected <laughs> what just happened yeah um and I, people were i mean someone came up to me at work and was like, how is it up there? And mind you, I work on the third floor. Oh, okay. I work on the first floor sometimes. Yeah. I'm all over that building. Yeah, yeah. So people always ask me, like, how is it on the third floor? Okay. So someone came up to me and was like, how is it up there? And I was like, it's great. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone's fine up there. You it's know, Wednesday? Because like, I was thinking, yeah, like, 
it's fine. Like, yeah. I don't care where I sit in this building. Right. And then the person stopped dead in their tracks. And I was busy talking to someone yeah. else. They stopped dead in their tracks, waited for me to finish that conversation. And then I turned around and they were like, do you mean overall or today? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you mean today? Oh, sad. Real sad. <laughs> somber. Everyone's somber up there. No one's laughing. No, exactly. My, meanwhile, my team and I were making a lot of jokes. I was right. like, I'm just looking at all the memes and laughing. And one oh, of my there were so many memes. One of my co-workers is like, he said the perfect quote. He's like, memes are how we got here in the first place. <laughs> That's Which is kind of true. Like, there's there's a radio show I listened to um, that back when it was initially announced, mm-hmm. like when he made his initial, like, I'm going to run. Like, yeah. they were laughing. They yeah. were laughing. They're like, this is going to be golden. This is going to be like such good entertainment right, value. Right. Then it comes out. Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, even they, the day before, like, on the actual election day, they had made their predictions. Yeah. And all of them are, like, realistically saying Hillary, Hillary, right. Hillary. Yeah. And then one person's like, I'm going to say Trump just because no one else is. Right. Like, right. Whatever. Whatever. Just like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. No, we were watching. We saw it till the end. Room service came up. Ooh, room service is my favorite thing. Made assumptions based on where we were from. And then Ooh. asked how he voted. Not appropriate. I I didn't even ask you how you voted. Honestly, don't care. I have family members that don't know how I voted. You <laughs> shouldn't. It's private. So that was awkward. Um, then like sleeping was on and on because of all the amazing memes. <laughs> um, I'm just sitting there on my phone. Thank God the hotel had Wi-Fi. Yes. Otherwise, I just like you know I'm paying yes. so much. Yes. Um, happened to wake up just in time for the concession speech. Wow. So I did not watch not a thing okay um but i've also been super disengaged with this election okay so it was not great i mean i did not watch one debate so so i voted yeah um i obviously cared who won but not enough to stay up (laughs) and i'm glad because i think it would have been emotionally draining yeah and i just went to bed i woke up great i still feel great yeah um everyone's been commenting on what a happy mood i'm in the Dow went up? <laughs> uh, yo, the dollar is strong. I'm going to Italy and I need a strong ass dollar. So yes, yes, and yes. It's going to be an interesting four years. Yeah. I'm just trying to make money. <laughs> I just, yeah. Like, I'll watch the taxes. Like, right. other than that, like, maybe I'll see how the family photos go. Like,. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like to see how they decorate the yeah. White House at Christmas. Obviously, we're not hoping that they kick out any, like, immigrants or gay and lesbian people. Like, those are things we're obviously saying. True. Yes. But I think we're also educated enough people to be aware of limitations within government. Yes. Of, like, you know, people make the Hitler jokes and memes. But I'm pretty sure Hitler just walked in and said, like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I'm if I want to do. I'm running this shit. Right. Which Yes. I think there's only so much you can get away with an executive order. Like he already literally said that some of the aspects of Obamacare he's going to keep. Right. He is backtracking so much on the stuff that he yeah. said that I'm just like all these people who are actually impoverished yeah. and don't have jobs and can't afford to like really feed their families who really believed everything he said that the reason they can't do this is for X, Y, and Z and he's going to take care of it yeah. are going to be disappointed. Right. No, I think you, you're going to have the radicals that are like, where's my effing wall? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Where like, the wall at? I, I thought we were arresting her for treason. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting, like, checking my watch. Exactly. I got the warrant. Exactly. Um, But then I do 
feel like there's at least so far like with his i don't know like acceptance speech um you know Mm. talked about about unity Mm. like already met with obama everyone wants to talk about unity right now right which i feel like is fake fake and probably like the key word yeah um it'll be interesting to see with republicans running congress and house dude it's gonna be an interesting i'm like yeah like i'm I'm still sitting here with my popcorn for the next four years (laughs) maybe i have a kid maybe i don't have a kid like like, but i'm just because honestly like kind of like what you were saying with the election i think when there were 75 people running for the republican ticket right like there was a part of me that was initially interested got overwhelmed got oversaturated came down to these two mm-hmm. watched a little bit and then just seen the shit storm back and forth yes. i'm like this is depressing yeah like i kind of just want this to be done mm-hmm. and then i was watching of like oh shit this is how went different this is how the thunderdome ends <laughs> <laughs> they ate the berries <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my god um yeah yeah and and then honestly like it is crazy to me too like you know people care on their personal levels and i can understand it certainly if you're involved in the campaign if you're committed Mm -hmm. but to see all these crime faces and stone cold faces and and i don't know if maybe it's because like i've not always sided with the majority so when i have been upset about something for me to like go on a rant about being upset about it doesn't necessarily like put me in a happy light or you know i don't necessarily want the confrontation coming back on me nope but I don't know. It's just so it's just so crazy. Like there's people I've specifically unfollowed that I have looked back to see what they said. No. Like one of them that has worked with the Democratic campaign and oh, then wow. especially all these celebrities too that have been so vocal in mm-hmm. their opinions one way or the other mm-hmm. to see to see how they come back. Like I think um Lena Dunham who the girl who oh, runs Lena. girls. Yeah, 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 she she was obviously very involved yeah. and she I think guess finally made a statement about how she thought of it as like a wedding day almost of like just like so excited and like let's see how this is gonna go like because that's the thing of like as as shocking as it is to the average person Mm -hmm. these people that i think were so deeply involved Mm -hmm. did not really think about it as a possibility right like i remember seeing an article of saying like like hillary's statement of like yeah i have two speeches like you always have two speeches right but another headline saying like the democratic party doesn't have a plan right if it goes i mean they canceled yeah. fireworks they were, had fireworks and they were like someone was like cancel that motherfucker like, we haven't won we're at 2 30 cancel the fireworks <laughs> cancel those fireworks oh yeah so so it's it's been a crazy ride America. <laughs> guys we got political we got political i don't know maybe because i i've been listening to a lot of podcasts today and i did listen to a political podcast today yeah. i listened to a new york times podcast so yeah i think maybe that's where we went i mean yeah we're not gonna go there very often no i'm sorry and i yeah. hope this is neutral enough where everyone can appreciate a lot of things i i may have put on facebook that i need to work out more to repair for the hunger games <laughs> i love that but i also i think the favorite mean i that i've seen and it'll probably found hard to describe it's like three different pictures it was on instagram but mm-hmm. the top one was like that looks like a lot of boats donald <laughs> second one is like just hillary's face and then the third one was like just hillary's eyes and it was like it would be a shame if someone deleted them <laughs> like, i'm just like wow <laughs> wow wow so, so yeah it's, it'll be it'll be an interesting four years yes everybody and honestly like 
depending on whatever he fucks up or if he like you know gets his if he's another reagan or some shit like i that i realize that's saying a lot however things end up these two extremes that we have and whatever's in between yeah compared to whoever they want to put up right <laughs> like i've heard kanye's running <laughs> like everyone hates kanye and i love kanye not as a president but <laughs> i love kanye as a rapper and producer kanye has no qualifications <laughs> to be president and i know donald trump does not either but i'm saying you telling you no well i i told scott like there's that part of me that feels like after this like everybody can apply like there's another meme that's like or no i think it was a tweet of yeah. like anyone who doesn't apply for a job because it says experience required like, <laughs> is whack and the other thing that i didn't catch too that i think is being mentioned but not really discussed yeah. is he's the oldest entering president he's 70 donald trump is 70 years old yeah well he's either the oldest or he's the oldest on long effing time wow. and then it's funny to me too because in terms of like sexist and representation things i remember people saying like mind you hillary did seem to have a few health issues on the trail right but like oh she's 60 she's a woman she can't do this and i'm thinking like no one ever said fucking orange is the new black is 70 like (laughs) like come on yo if he's 70 he might not make it so many years that's the other thing like there's a part of me that like but he looks good for 70 and he seems For whatever factions he has he seems to have them like, yeah. <laughs> do you mean faculties faculties okay, it's like, fac- like what faction <laughs> i don't know yeah. the kkk <laughs> too, too many hunger games references okay, like, what? He, faculties he, yeah faculties he seems he's not pissing himself he has not pissed himself as far as we know his <laughs> wife isn't like smoozing the pool boy like or is she I mean, there was another meme about how she's going to be looking for moose and squirrel. All right, yeah, we got it. We're so bad. We're just going to talk about memes. Exactly. We're going to take this offline. We're going to take this offline. (laughs) We love America. We do love America. We're rooting for America no matter what. We're rooting for America. And we love to see White House Christmas decorations. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. if there's an opportunity in our lives where we can get White House greetings from... I don't want it from him. No. See, it's... Can the Obama send me some this year? I... I have, I have, I have an Obama like wedding. Congratulations! <gasps> I do. I'll show it to you. Oh my god! Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We're done. We love Thank America. you for listening. Please listen. We love you guys. Next time it probably won't be a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.